0: Basics of podcast. I'm. Um, this is my first stop on my tour to Michigan. If you've uh, listened to my third podcast with uh, Mike Shaheen, I talk about the tour. So I'm with a good buddy of mine, Wyatt Mann. I'm in Chesterland, Ohio. Believe it or not. <laughs> I mean, uh, I got off Route 80, and I had probably another 50 miles to go. <laughs> so, but I'm here. I had some great uh, Guido's Pizza. Oh yeah. I'm ready little to shout go. Out. Yeah, little shout out. So this is uh, this. Uh, if everybody's viewed my website, uh, Wyatt Wyatt man and I have known each other how long do you think
1: we've known each other why 14 years
0: 14 years yeah. long time so we uh it's kind of I think we kind of met when we first went to kind of a regional structure right at the company
1: I believe so yeah, yeah because I was brought on the region was already in play
0: oh the region already in place yep. all right so I I deem Wyatt as like the first uh person I had the privilege to to mentor And I think we mm-hmm. did really well and he's really a grown in the company and he's a uh key accounts manager for the Great Lakes region and uh how you doing Wyatt?
1: I'm doing great yeah um it's it's an honor to be on this this podcast with you Sean. Is it? Cool. Yeah for sure.
0: Awesome yeah so we're in this beautiful home I uh, just uh, haven't seen his wife in a lot of years so Sarah's doing great looking great uh she's she, got a couple dogs here and so it's, it's pretty wild but um yeah why you know just uh you know, just tell the audience, you know, what your job is. Like, it's it's yeah. a Great Lakes region. What what is what is the Great Lakes region?
1: So the Great Lakes region covers from Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, a little bit of West Virginia, a little bit of Pennsylvania, and Kentucky for wow. Lincoln Electric. So uh, I'm in a regional role, and my job as a key account representative is to manage the larger accounts, mostly direct accounts for Lincoln Electric, and Essentially it's a I view it as more of a liaison between the customer's corporate relationship team, right? They're their corporate buyers, weld engineers, um, and then our own team members. So our TSRs, our technical service reps who manage the local accounts. Okay. So I call on the corporate accounts, the the headquarters, and then I communicate between our team and, and their team what's going on, what do we need to do, pricing structures, negotiations. Um, real high level stuff projects. Yeah.
0: So would you, are you you like the, are you kind of, you steer the ship on these, uh, these different large accounts or, you know, how does that work?
1: Yeah. I would say it's more managing, right. How uh, the, the business relationship, right. So it's making sure our team is properly servicing the customer at each individual location at the highest level that we can. And, uh, you know, with any job with any person, you're going to have good reps. You're going to have poor reps, and sometimes you got to help coach those reps along. You got to mm-hmm. uh, you got to support them where they need help, and uh, that's that's how I see the yeah the pretty job. marquee
0: job. I mean, how, how many key accounts uh, managers are there for the we, company?
1: Yeah, we have five.
0: Five. So long interview process. You have to have a certain skill set.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they were looking for uh, obviously experience in the field. So mm-hmm. I had moved twice. I had a, a territory in New York city. I had the territory in Washington, DC, and then, uh, moving to the great lakes region was a really good opportunity for me. One, we moved back to, um, uh, you know, Cleveland, which I'm originally from the, okay. the east side, Southeast side of Cleveland. Uh, my wife is from this area, so we got to move back, but more from a professional standpoint, I got the ability, I, I had the ability to meet a lot of new Bases, even at Lincoln Electric, and get oh, to work okay. with new reps. So I felt real confident with my the relationships that I had in the Northeast with you and all of the guys, uh, all the TSRs that we worked with together there. Um, so to meet a whole nother division, essentially, of Lincoln was great. A great opportunity. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Um, that's great. So yeah. So I mean, um, I guess you just discovered that I'm on uh, Apple Podcast, yeah, right? That's awesome. So I mean. Yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure you'll listen to the two po- yeah. the other two podcasts. But so basically, what I'm doing with Bradley Basics is, um, you know, I'm just you know putting together putting some information out there for different career paths, different career journeys, uh, for you know younger people that are you know embarking upon you know uh, you know getting a career, going to college, make sure they're doing the right thing. So it's just a a career path. You know, it's not pie in the sky. This is mm. this is real. Yeah. Uh, there's a path. There's work that has to be done. Um, you're, you're an engineer, right? From, uh, mm-hmm. Akron.
1: Yep. University of Akron. Okay. What yep. kind of
0: engineering degree do you have? Computer. Yeah.
1: Oh, so really? Computer engineering. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so wow. How's I'm sure that's like, how do you, how do you put computer engineering into the welding industry? Right. 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 So, um, Greg Connors, who you had on your show is a, an alum of, of Akron. And he talked a little bit about the co-op program and how, how, uh, the University of Akron structures their engineering program. So, okay. uh, you have a choice of doing a co-op, which is highly suggested.
0: Did you do a co-op?
1: Yes, I did the co-op program, and I had the opportunity to go to two different companies uh, during that co-op phase. So my, I think it's in between your sophomore and junior year. That's well, my first session or my first uh, co-op was in the winter, so it was the it was the spring session. I went out in January to NBC Universal Studios. Oh, that's right in right. California. Yeah, so LA, right? Yeah. So I was there for my spring uh, and my fall semester of Burbank, right? Yeah, Burbank. Yeah. It oh, was coming back to me. Awesome opportunity. Um, I'm really, you know, thankful that I got to go out there and, and experience. I mean, I'm I'm from a small town called Manaway, Ohio. Oh yeah. I mean, we had we had a fl- one flashing light. Really. My dad raced standardbred horses, which is like harness racing. My mom oh, wow. is a secretary to, at a machine shop, and you know, I'm a first generation college student. Wow. So like neither one of my parents. My mom uh, went for a few classes, but she yeah. didn't graduate. So growing up, um, my dad had a real sense of, of, uh, pride in the military. Like both my grandfathers were in in the military. And I think he, he encouraged the military and it just, for me, I was a little bit more, I I don't know if I would say book smart, but, um, school was easy for me. Oh yeah. What do you mean? Like just the discipline
0: of like studying and stuff.
1: I'm, I'm, I could just retain information and then dump it out on a test. I was a good test taker. Okay. okay. And I think in high school I had uh, like a th- I can't remember if it was a three five or three eight. Wow. But it was you know I had a, a good GPA and I didn't really have to work hard, which I actually think was a detriment going into college because in college it's a different it's a different game. Like mm-hmm. you actually have to study, you have to work hard. Yeah. Um, especially in the engineering program. And so I graduated with uh, a two nine nine from Akron. Hmm. Um, and you know, I had to, I, you know, I had to learn how to study. I had to learn how to balance mm-hmm. college life, right? Hanging out, partying, and then getting up and and going into class and yeah. making sure you show up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my dad used to say, one of his sayings was, "If you want to, if you want to hang with the the night owls, you got to soar with the eagles, the morning eagles." Really? Like, yeah. So. You know, if you can go out and hang out, but make sure you're getting up. Yeah, yeah, got to right? ring. You know, uh,
0: answer the bell. Answer the bell. <laughs> yeah, that's what my uncle used to say. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're I remember.
1: Right. I remember our a few of our times, huh? <laughs> Ringing the bell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, I remember the first time I met you. Oh yeah, when was that? And it was it was in our training. Like, so I started Lincoln in 2006, and we went through that nine month training program. And towards the end, it was probably January time frame. This was a time where they brought all the the district managers back to Cleveland. All the TSRs came back. This is pre-MEGA meeting, which we did last year, right? Okay. So okay. you think that was like 13 years earlier was the last time we had all the reps in. And you were at a table, and Bobby DelCoco introduced me to you and, and Bill Dotson mm-hmm. and said, you got to talk to these guys You know, New York City. If you want to make the big bucks, this is where you go. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And so... We sat there, and you you told me about New York, and you told me about the hustle and bustle, and what to expect. And you know, Bill Dotson's just kind of shaking his head. And mm. you guys were your you were the two man team, because Kent Johns had just left. Yeah, right. Just yeah, the Kent two George, on your own yeah. island. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. Me yep. and Dotson. Yeah. It was, and so uh, you yeah. guys,
1: you recruited me to go to New York. Oh yeah, yeah. I,
0: yeah, I don't really I don't remember that. Yeah. I mean, it was soaring with the Eagles or <laughs> yeah, something. You were, yeah. you were hanging with the night owls. <laughs> yeah, yep. hanging with the night owls, Yeah, well, that's good. Well, I think it worked out. I mean, I'll tell you what; it was a, it was definitely a pleasure. Uh, work. With you. We've been friends for what 14 years, yeah. like you said, and we talk all the time. I and mean, you've been a, you helped me out with a lot of stuff too. And we just keep working with each other. It's great. Yeah. Huh? Well, that's cool. Well, um, like when you when you listen to my uh, podcast with Paul Lynch, you will see yeah. that I had five questions. So I'm just asking you the same okay. same questions. Um, why'd you pick why'd you pick the career that you did?
1: I honestly fell into it, you know, Mm
0: -hmm. with the co-op program
1: with the Lincoln was recruiting from Akron when I was, when I was at Akron. So I'll never forget my college roommate had went and interviewed with Lincoln and he, he, he loved it because they took him out to dinner. He got free drinks, was hanging out, um, and so he called. he tells me, he's got, dude, if you get the chance to interview with this company, it's a free dinner. Like, and you oh, know, yeah. at that point in your college life, you're like, I'll take a free dinner. Yeah. And so sure enough, I got the opportunity to interview and, and they were one of the first companies that, you know, they said, Hey, let's, let's talk. And mm-hmm. how the HR manager, his name was Dick Conklin and Dick pulls me into one of the, the Akron offices, right? They're funneling through engineers doing the interview process. Right. And he, he has my, he has my resume in front of me or in front of him and he looks at it and he's like, okay, your GPA is uh, okay, it's all right. And he, uh, he's like, oh, you like to golf? Cause I had on there, I like oh, to yeah? golf. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. You like golfed golf. in high school, right? Yeah. I, I golfed in high school. And he goes, oh, you know, I was an Eagle scout and you know, there's things that stand out on that you want on a resume, right? And yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you you'll talk a little bit about that in one of your podcasts. Like, what do you want on your resume?
0: Yeah. If I get to that point, yeah. yeah. Who knows what it's going to be now? You know, it, everything's changing. That's right? true. Yeah, so. That's true.
1: So, he uh, he looks at me. He's like, "Do you, you like going to baseball games? You like going out to eat?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "Do you drink?" And I said, "I I, I drink marginally, you know, and uh, or in moderation, I should yeah. say, and you know, because you're you're <laughs> in the interview, yeah,
0: you're <laughs> yeah on the margin,
1: yeah on the margin, <laughs> yeah, on the margin." <laughs> so Dick, uh, he goes, "I think the perfect job for you would be sales." Oh yeah, and I'm in an engineering program, and and the thing about when you go through engineering school, it they. they they pump you up with this pride of like, well, engineers are better than this career and this career. And, you know, you can, I don't know, at least that's how it was at our program. So when he said sales, I was, I was like, oh, that's kind of, I don't, I don't know about sales. Like that's kind of weird, but just the interaction, he said, "I, I like your personality. I think you'd be good for sales. And so I said, all right, I'll, I'll do that free dinner, you know? And so I went up and had the dinner and, and it was a round table Robin style. Like they put a, a, a manager at each table and there were probably five or six people there and I interviewed with Dave Mazak who is now my boss oh wow which was wild to think about and I had no idea about welding right? yeah
0: Dave Mazak he's uh he's a legend of the company that guy's oh I
1: think it's 39 years yeah that
0: guy's that guy's a genius
1: yeah oh he when you bring up an account like hey do you know about so-and-so he's like oh yeah four or five years ago we sold this product this product yeah there I've been to their plant in Des Moines, Iowa, you know, wherever. I mean, he's just, his memory is phenomenal. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. There's no, yeah. He's yeah. He's he's, And that's
1: why he's the vice president of our OEM sales.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, well, that's cool. I mean, yeah. So you just kind of fell into it. So that, that's good. I mean, that seems to be kind of the common theme, you know, um, did you have a mentor or coach along the way?
1: So as I look back on, you know, just growing up and I think the traditional, I did. I played some sports, right? But I wouldn't say that there was somebody in my younger years that really like took me under their wing. Mm-hmm. I think I was just I had a good group of buddies, and we kind of just. Sounds
0: like you had some uh, good, good. Uh, uh, your father had some good, you know, the yeah. military, the discipline, you know, getting up, and you know, like they say, like what eighty percent of life is showing up.
1: Yeah, that's whatever true. that means. Yeah, so you know, that's a, a good you know saying there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But um, I would say that. You know, from a from somebody actually saying, "Hey, let me let me guide you a little bit." Mm-hmm. You were probably one of the first people who, quote unquote, mentored. Um, you know, I had I had actually some Boy Scout uh, leaders who, mm-hmm. what you know, that's a great organization for training up young men, right? And uh, in Boy Scouts, you have fathers who are participating and and guys who are just showing up, like you said, just showing up to to put some effort into to young. Mm-hmm boys slash men. So, um, there's a couple leaders that I can think of from Boy Scouts, but from a career perspective, yeah, I would say you were one of the first who said, Wyatt, Hey, let's, let's talk about this account. Let's talk about what you want in your career. Let's talk about, you know, this is, this is where I'm at. I'm 15 years ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's talk a little bit about this. Well, yeah, you know what it was is
0: like, you know, like, the company was changing back then. We had like district offices. I think we had 36 district offices. And then Bill Dotson became my boss, kind of in an orthodox way, shall mm-hmm. we say, uh, for the better. But he was down there to, to, to clean some things up, to be brutally honest with you. So yeah. once, and then also we went to this region and he was out. And I had covered the city, done a good job, and then I had to take over Jersey, which we really, really didn't have any business to be really honest with you. Yeah. And so that was a lot of end users. And then I saw, and then, then that was, I felt like that was my opportunity to, uh, you know, mentor because I was thinking, okay, well, if I become a manager, or something like that, I learn how to work with young people, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So I just took that opportunity, and, it, and it, it, you know, instead of because back when I first started New York City, like the first guy I had to work with, it was like, here's your territory. Call me if you need me. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, I'm scrambling around. Yeah. You know, like, but I made it happen. I made it work. You know, I really worked hard to get there. So I don't like seeing other people that, to me, that just doesn't, that's not progress. You know, like I mentioned with my podcast with uh, Paul Lennox, like the young guy that's in the city now, he's he's smart. He's a young kid and he's doing really well. And, you know, basically we've got... We're working on the Throgs Neck Bridge. We've already qualified our wire and flux. We're qualifying our production procedure. We're using like a state of the art uh, process we're working with. We the Queensborough Bridge is the other one that we are gonna do. You know, that that we're gonna use our technology to get that. Uh, you know, our competitor had to jump on that, but I had to step back, step in and, you know, to clean up some things, you know, the dots and way, you know. And and uh, so that kind of, you know, being a garbage man is, you know, learning how to take <laughs> out the trash is <laughs> got to do it sometimes right yeah. it's not but anyway so if we get the Queensboro bridge which we're i'm pretty confident we will we the lincoln electric company will uh, redeck every major bridge in the new york city market wow okay that's tri-borough whitestone brooklyn bridge ferrozano gw uh parts of the gw that you know that that the gw is kind of that but like the whole legit bridge mm-hmm. yeah the ferrozano like i said oh, yeah. um doing the whip pen bridge going into that's on the Jersey side. So that'll be a, that'll be it. So that's like 23 years of work. Wow. You know, which um, the Throgs neck is a, it's a, it's a big, it's a bigot. It's, it's the thickest plate. And so it's good, but, but all the stuff that he's done, he's done it like two years, Wow, three years. And that's like, I learned how to, it took me like 15 years to learn how to do all that stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? And so like that to me, that's extreme progress. And that's what, that's, that's the commitment we got to have. Yeah. You know, if you're going to really push an organization, you've got to, got to help out the young guy right these young guys are like sponges i've said that a thousand times you're like a sponge dude mm. you know you just got to feed them the information like you said you can just remember a bunch of stuff and that's how young guys are i mean young guys are like really they can handle a lot of information yeah. right yeah so anyways yeah so that that's cool all right so um we'll get into the uh into the third question at um at one point or stage of your career, did you pivot into management? Because I consider you a management. I mean, mm-hmm. I know you're 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 managing large customers. You know, yeah. it's a different. Well, you have an MBA, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you manage two different territories. You have an MBA, and you're in these high level meetings. Um, I know it's a stepping stone to uh, a larger opportunity within the company. But you know, um, like when did you make that pivot?
1: Two two years ago for me. Mm-hmm. So I had put. I was in New York City for five and a half years, Mm -hmm. so from 23 to 28, and then I moved to Washington, D.C. to do the same role, just in a different territory, Mm -hmm. so different customer base, different expectations, and I was in D.C. for six years, so I was with the company probably almost 11 years, yep, 11 years before changing over to wow. the so, key account role. Yeah,
0: so over like a decade. Yeah. Over a decade and then you got the key accounts role. Yeah, so it's a marquee thing. So that's um that's great. So I mean what I mean what what kind of work are you doing uh, to stay there? Like I am you know, what are you doing to uh, you know, that's um
1: closing deals. Yeah, closing <laughs> deals, all right? So <laughs> being a sales guy, all right. To, yeah. So uh you know,
0: what yeah, there's there's a, a fourth question. Uh, yeah. What what work did it take to stay there and and thrive at at the you know, key accounts yeah. level?
1: In the key account role, some of these target accounts are accounts that we don't have, right? So Mm -hmm. our our job is twofold. One is manage the large customers that we have, right? So Mm -hmm. we have, uh, in the key account role, we have roughly a dozen accounts that we're responsible for. And of those accounts, maybe 80%, we have some business, probably not all that business. And our job is to get the rest of that business. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we also have target accounts where we've, you know, as an organization, we've not been able to crack this egg or get this business Mm -hmm. and it sometimes it just takes time. So part of the key account role is find these accounts, convert that big business. And these are not, you know, it's, it's like the low hanging fruit is gone, right? Mm -hmm. A good TSR can pick that off. Um, but being able to, let's say there's a corporate headquarters in, uh, in Michigan, Mm -hmm. but they don't do any welding in Michigan, right? Maybe all the welding's done down in Kentucky. Well, all the decisions are made in Michigan the plant down in kentucky is saying hey we can't you know you can give us a quote we'll pass it along right but the the local rep isn't getting anywhere and to be honest in the great lakes region i have a lot of automotive accounts mm-hmm. so these are tier one suppliers to the fords chryslers gms um, these plants are doing the seating they're doing the a pillars up in the the doors they're they're doing uh the the console brackets that hold your your airbags and everything in place right that's mm-hmm. All these companies do all these subcomponents, and then they send those subcomponents up to Ford, and and Ford will assemble those, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's kind of the, the structure of of the automotive. Yeah, that's what well, considered a tier one or tier yeah, two. Tier su- one, tier yeah, one supplier. And, yep. And so those tier ones do a lot of welding, mm-hmm. and um, so, you know Lincoln has a lot of that business, but there's still a lot to be had. So we have to work hard to get in there.
0: Yeah, I think well, I I think the key control is um, is. It, can be a lot more critical because I, I have, I have some accounts in my territory where it, I, I, the way I look at what I think I know about mm-hmm. the, the, the department, is it considered a department or division or yeah. what'd what you call a department? I, I think you guys should be the, the leaders of the whole, the whole kit and caboodle and you manage the resources that need to go into it, whether it be a, a, a you know, a sales engineer or, you know, TSR, what, whatever or, it is, because I don't, I don't think um, I think, one thing I would like to see is out of your group, not not criticize or anything, but is is just more like, okay, you got this place in Michigan. the decision makers are there, okay, this other outfit, what goes on there? Who's the decision maker there? how can we how we can link all this blend all this stuff together, yeah, organize it all so we can leverage well in michigan we're we're doing all this stuff, but down down in this other area we're we're not doing anything, but and well, wait, so we're doing the stuff in Michigan aren't we leveraging that to get the stuff down the other plant? I don't think we're collectively, we're not, we're a little still disjointed. I feel like, and I feel like the key accounts role is the, is the glue that can do all that.
1: Yeah. I mean, what do you think? That's a, that is the job role right there. Mm -hmm. What you said is, Hey, we've got this business at this facility. We don't have any in plant B. Plant B has, you know, another half a million pounds of wire. So collectively, what can we do and to get that business? We need to maybe lower our price because the volumes are gonna go mm-hmm. up, right? So that's that's what we are supposed to do. And but Sean, you would be surprised how many times I talk to a corporate person from the customer trying to figure out names for a plant that's in Dallas and the people in the corporate don't know. And they're looking up a phone directory and wow. so that it's it's a challenge.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you you know, you think that customers are connected like that, maybe they're not either.
1: I, I can't tell you how mm. many different customer I, I'm working on an account right now. There's three four plants in the US. Mm-hmm. We've got the business at one of the plants. The other two um, in there's two in Indiana, those two plants are using a different type of product.'re the plant in Michigan's using a third different product, and those decisions are made out of Canada for the one in Michigan. Mm. but the other ones are kind of independent. but this is all one organization. They're just disjointed. And so I'm trying to show cost savings that would be significant for the plant in Kentucky, mm-hmm. but the ones in Indiana don't really care about the business that's in Kentucky. Right. They only care about their own business. So wow. yeah, it's
0: it. Hmm, what do you do there? I know it's. That's a complex, that's a differential equation.
1: <laughs> a little Diffy Q. Yeah. Haven't done that. Laplace transformation. transformation. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that was.
0: Uh, oh man. That's cool. Um, well, yeah, you you got your MBA, right? You got it online,
1: right? I did, yeah.
0: Well, what was that experience like?
1: So, at the time, I had wanted to, to get my MBA for a long time, mm-hmm. and it was for me the the.
0: What was your motivation to get your MBA?
1: I'm of the philosophy that that you can never take education away, and it's, it's oh, one yeah. of those things where you know you knowledge get it, is power, yeah. up you know. You you get the you get the you get the education, and then you apply it, mm-hmm. and so in the case of the MBA, you know, pretty young, I was like, Hey, I'd, I'd had my engineering degree and it just seemed logical to get a business degree to kind of pair the, yeah, those two together. And it would be a pretty powerful thing. And at the time, you know, there were a few, at least on the Lincoln side, there were a few guys who were getting their MBAs. So Mm -hmm. it was also a way to maybe differentiate myself against other people going for jobs. So I started talking to our own internal HR and I said, Hey, I'm looking at some MBA programs. Mm -hmm. Does it, Does it matter if I go into the classroom or do an online program? What's what's your take, like, as a hiring team? And they said, as long as it's an accredited facility, we don't care if it's online or not. Really? And I was like, okay. Well, that's good to know. Well, when I started looking, right, at the costs of an MBA, Mm -hmm. and when we were in D.C., the you know I looked at uh, Virginia Tech I looked oh, at wow, GW big, I looked at ooh, like, GW ooh, big, good big American big, yeah big these stuff. are good schools <clears throat> big time and you know the the starting cost is forty grand oh jeez so you know it just to me it was like wow am I Lincoln will pay the at the time they were paying four grand they changed it to the Fed minimum which is fifty two fifty so right now Lincoln will give you fifty two fifty a year to go to school. And so I was like, I don't want to drag out an MBA for eight years, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I found one of our one of our coworkers, uh, Adam Fallon. Yeah, yeah. He had finished his program at uh, a school called Plymouth State University, and he was happy with it. And mm-hmm. he said they, he did uh, kind of a hybrid because he was living in New Hampshire. He's mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I went to one or two classes in state and then or in school, but then everything else was online. That's cool. And it was a good program. So I looked into it. The cost was like eighteen grand. If Lincoln a year. Li- Uh, total,
0: total total for
1: an accredited facility or university. So I, uh, I decided to go with that and I, I took my time. I took one class a semester, right? I'm managing my spouse and moving, living in DC and just wanting to have a life. And so I wasn't of the mindset, I'm going to burn through this MBA in a year and be done. I just kind of took my time and over three years, Lincoln paid over 15 grand So I had a, you know, I had 2,800 bucks or whatever it was, $2,500. Oh, what a great perk. What a great perk. That's awesome. So to me, it just made financial sense to go Mm -hmm. that route. And I think you're a big proponent of don't get into student debt, right? Well,
0: you know, debt, that's, that's the worst, that's the worst poverty. Mm. Like when you have debt, it's, you know, it's nothing. It doesn't, it doesn't discriminate, you know, and you want to do something like this pandemic, you know, like people are, you know, if you're not, you know, on my second podcast, I talk about the financial Noah's Ark. You got to have some stuff put together for yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to be smart about it. You mm-hmm. know, like you can't just, oh, Johnny's going. I'm just going to go. Like, like, think about it, you know, like, think about it. Like, this is great that you're, we're talking about this. Cause someone, uh, someone in the audience, a young person will listen to this and go, Hey, all right. MBA online, $18,000. I don't know. Like, what about the four year? I was doing a little research. Uh, I haven't done a lot of research, but I'm starting to work on that. I saw that university of Florida has like an online uh, school, I'm not really sure what that goes for, but I, I just wonder if our company would would accept that mm-hmm. as uh, accredited. What do you think? Do you think they would they would? Well, you know, was it just the MBA that they would handle, or
1: you look at if the school is accredited, what what type of accreditation the school has, mm-hmm. and then you go from there. Yeah, yeah. So, so,
0: so all right. So, uh, University of Plymouth, mm-hmm. right? That's the or school. Plymouth State University. Plymouth yeah. State University had an accreditation. Of what?
1: I don't remember to be honest. But it
0: was like the that was.
1: It was acceptable. It was acceptable. Okay, <laughs>
0: yeah. so I guess you'd have to find out the accreditation. But some, I'm going to do some research yeah. on this stuff because I think it's, uh, you know, I'm, the community I live into. I, I just randomly bumped into somebody, uh, one of Barbara's friends, and uh, you know, they're, they're budgeting like major money, you know, oh, yeah. major money to uh, go to go to school, and it's just, I mean, it's like that should be that kind of money and i'm not going to go what it is that uh that kind of money that uh, the uh, individual was talking about that's retirement money for someone like that's in their 50s like you know that doesn't make any sense that i mean whether you know what i mean like that's how i see it but again i'm not i don't know anybody's personal finance and that's not what i'm trying to do here but it's just like that's just it's just crazy yeah you know i mean it just seems to me too, like it just seems like a lot of people yeah, just going whatever. It's like that's not you can't you gotta gotta you gotta figure out what you want to do. Yeah, you know, like uh, you like what you do, right? You're oh, very yeah. good. Yeah, you like what you do, right? So that's why you're good at it. So if you can figure out what you want to do, um, you know, quickly, you know that you know if you have to go and take on a, a, a big loan or something like that, maybe it makes sense and you're right. motivated to pay it back. But yeah, no, it's crazy. So yeah, it's it, I think things are changing. I'll say this: things I had are changing.
1: A, I. A f- a friend of mine, when we were in DC, her brother went to Dartmouth for his MBA. Mm. Paid two hundred. Wow. And but the difference there is Dartmouth has, I think they're at the time he said that the return on investment was like three years. So the job placement that Dartmouth is able to get you, right? Mm, the, okay. The, okay. The people that you're networking with. I mean, he got placed in his internship into some high um, high end. Uh, equity fund as like an mm-hmm. equity fund manager or something like that or some banking system in san francisco i mean the, the guy well, came- Dartmouth
0: Dartmouth is no joke oh yeah yeah i mean i i um uh i won't say what I applied but i inquired about information for like harvard had some kind of certificate oh, for, yeah. for data yeah. i just i just i just did a little test okay. so i signed up for this and i just wanted to see what their approach was to me, like how they would interact with me. I gave them my email. I gave them my, my cell phone and, and they were sending me emails. And I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't going to do it. Yeah. I just want to see how, what the, what it was. I did one with Yale. Okay. I did one with Cornell. The, the Yale I think was marketing. Cornell was something like something. Else. I just want to see what they would do. Sure. The one at Harvard for nine month certificate was uh $51,000. Mm. And I mean, they never, they never asked me as a customer, like why I was even doing it. I'm like, so I'm like, all right, whatever. I wasn't going to do it. Sure. It's not like I like, was, it was just an automated thing, but, but it was like, you know, like I said, I don't know. It was, you know, yeah. it, it was just interesting to me. So yeah. I, you know, I just, I'm just curious like how things are going. Like maybe, you know, cause you hear it. Well, you, you, maybe you can elaborate on this. You know, you hear, you know, you see a lot of jobs on LinkedIn, for example, that are, are related to rope, uh, to, uh, Uh, programming Mm -hmm. computer programming oh yeah and um you know that's um like all you have to have is like certificates for that you know
1: right well in that world is all about getting that certificate which you know maybe you're a linux-based programmer or Mm -hmm. you're you know there's so many different languages or different platforms right cisco and Mm -hmm. um yeah so that's a different world so even after you have your education a lot of times they they want you to continue that. Mm-hmm. And I think there's, you know, nice paychecks that come along with that. Getting those accreditations or Yeah, licenses. so
0: you know, what would a what would like what would it how long would it take to get one of those certificates? Would you have to have a computer engineering degree like yourself to do uh, do that or? Maybe
1: not. Computer science is probably more in line with with what those guys are are doing or mm-hmm. gals. Um but yeah, I would say um I mean, there's a lot of. I've even looked. at...
0: someone was someone cutting a tree down back there? That's
1: what I hear, man. I hear a neighbor. Well, I'm I'm in the boonies, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, my my, Connors can probably hopefully dub this out. Okay, the whole
1: time I'm like, what is that noise? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. No, that's all right. But um, yeah, so you know, I think certificates is also a great way to, you know, uh, an affordable way to Mm -hmm. get additional education because I've, you looked at some high end schools. I looked at. uh, there was a school down in North Carolina that I was like oh they had a they had a nice little program it was it was some like me leadership class mm-hmm. or something like that but again it's it's additional education that you can yeah tack on your resume and, and it was like six eight grand um and again Lincoln right they'll pay fifty two fifty per year unlimited so if you're a young guy or a girl and you want to continue you know growing it's Mm -hmm. it's a great way to utilize some of the yeah yeah there's a lot of things
0: well yeah maybe there's a lot of things breaking up And i just think it's you know that's what it is you got to research it
1: yeah
0: i'll probably have to do some work and really get that figured out but that that accreditation is cool i have to i have to pursue that that's great so all right well cool we'll move on to the the fifth and final question like um uh if you do it over again what will you change
1: Mm. that is a good one so i think um one, I think one regret I had was that there was an opportunity to go to Chicago. Oh yeah. And I think, you know, the problem was I was only in DC for like two years. So, and, and it really, you know, it came down to it maybe didn't make as much sense for my wife and I to, to take mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. I, I just wonder, you know, that would have been a cool opportunity to, to experience a different part of the country, a different yeah region. yeah Chicago, uh, that'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. And we like, my wife and I like cities, so mm-hmm. that would have been fun. So that was, that was something that, you know, I, I bailed on, um, after the offer was given, and mm-hmm. it was during a time where I don't think uh, the raises weren't very high mm-hmm. to, to go out there, so yeah, just didn't, it didn't make a lot of sense because Chicago was an expensive city. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, you got you got to run your taxes, you, right. you got to run you got to run your pay stuff, see what that's all about. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But you know what? You know why? I know you know you and I talked a lot through those periods, and, yeah. and what I what I really uh, what I always love about you is your tenacity. Mm-hmm. You know, you just keep going you know what i'm saying if it's one thing you pick up another thing you just kept moving and kept moving and, yeah. you know and, and it's just a testament to where you're at now and i think it's a you know big big stepping stone to you know, bigger and better things at the company for sure you know yeah. and uh you know i think that's this is what we got to have you know we got to have some stuff you know so all right well that's good you know that concludes our our podcast uh, at for bradley basics and cool. uh hopefully everybody learned something from it and um you know, uh, look out for our next one. I'll I'll be uh I'll be traveling to Michigan.
1: Have you talked at all about where the Bradley Basics name came from?
0: Where Bradley Basics came from? Yeah. Um, no, not really. I,
1: as I remember it, we would get together as a region, right, mm-hmm. for trainings. We would do distributor trainings. We'd do whatever, and and you would always have these little one-liners, like you know the classic like ABC, always be closing. But yeah. you were real serious, and and you just. And and it just I don't know who coined it. I don't, it just started. Oh, that's another Bradley Basic. Yeah, oh, that's another Bradley Basic. Yeah. And to so so to see like I don't know six seven eight years later, what you've done with that concept, it's it's really great. It's encouraging. It's
0: well, it's yeah. I mean, I'm not like I'm just doing this. You know, like here I am. You saw the gear that I rolled in. I mean, oh, drove yeah. all the way out here this six, is six, six, seven hours, whatever it was. I, I'm in it to win it. You know, yeah. I sold my condo in Red Bank, so I got, you know I'm liquid. I I'm, it's fully funded. Nice. You know, Barbara is not want here to say that, but it is funded, but no, I'm just doing this because I think it's important. And, uh, and, uh, you know, it's fun to do. And I'm learning stuff about, you know, a lot of stuff that, you know, I already know how to do the computer stuff, but no, the Brett, you know, I talked to, um, our ex president who just retired. I talked about that in Chicago actually. Yes. And, oh, we, you know, we could, you know, I said, you got to come up with some kind of system. You know, we're not, we don't have a system for, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just doing this. It's like a concept, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's coaching, mentoring, and, and you're starting to see it within the new regime of the training. Like I, the guy that's in charge of uh, doing training is, is starting a, a coaching and mentoring yeah. uh, program. You know, you sent out to uh, uh, email to the company, uh, you know, who wants to get involved. I actually called, I talked to him a little bit. I mean, I didn't go into detail about it, but I mean, you know, if he would like some input. I'd be definitely down for it, but I, I'm just doing this for, you know, the college, uh, you know, the college debt thing is, uh, it's something, Yeah. So you know, it's $1.7 trillion. Oof. I mean, that's close to maybe 8% of the con- country's GDP. Yeah. I, I mean, I on the back, with, it's like people that are in their twenties. I mean, that makes no sense.
1: I came out, I think with 32.
0: Yeah. That's manageable.
1: Yeah. And I had, because of Lincoln's bonus structure, I had that paid off in two years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But that's manageable. So imagine if you uh, like your buddy, 200 K, but he went to Dartmouth, but imagine mm. tack another 50 on that, maybe another hundred onto that. Yeah. And you're, you're a kid, a young kid oh. that's in his twenties. Yeah. For uh, a bachelor's degree. Yeah. Come on, man. That's it's you know, like, ridiculous. you got to understand so about basic finance. Like yeah. that's just like, that's just crazy. Well, that's
1: robbery. I mean, I think yeah. that's why the, the younger generation is so fired up about education and mm-hmm. like, you know, they're upset. They're mad. Like, why is, why is the cost the way it is? It's astronomical. Especially can you imagine going to one of these high end schools and up oh, this semester we're gonna do it online?
0: Right, right. You hear people having to go to dorms and, and stay in dorms and do stuff online. You're starting to hear that. It's like, well, wait a second, why don't you just stay home? Right. How about Save you just the you, how about you knock the, the tuition down? Yeah. You know, so I think it's gotta people just gotta make their own decisions and hopefully there's
1: Supply and demand, right? Yeah, it's
0: supply and demand, just like anything else. And hopefully uh there's some other means and methods that that are uh, you know, doable. Yeah. And uh you know, that it's got to, right? Because it's dangerous. Yeah. I'm serious. There's not, I mean, this GoDaddy stuff, excuse me, I talked to, I talked to a lot of people that are helping with the website and stuff like that. And a lot, a lot of them are dealing with this. Mm. You know, I don't go into depth. We just kind of, well, what what's Bradley Basics? And I start telling them about it and they start, they start getting excited. That's a pretty cool concept. Yeah. You know? And they're like, oh yeah, you know, I got, I got to deal with this. I've been dealing with this. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 45 years old. I so said, let's, you know. It's a long time. College, yeah, it's a long college, college debt. Wow. And they've got, they've got a family. they got kids mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, you know, well, like I said, it's just something you got to be aware. you got to be aware and you've got you to gotta get smart about it. And I think yeah. you know, this universe of Akron seems like the place to go. I mean, my God. It was a great. Deanna thing. Dunn, maybe I'll try to get her on the horn, interview <laughs> yeah. her.
1: She just retired. She just did. Yeah. All right. So well,
0: maybe I can. I'll
1: get you in touch yeah, with yeah, her. Yeah, get huh? me in
0: touch with her. I'll interview her. All right. And see you can pick her brain about what's going on. Yeah. That'd be great. So. Yeah. All right. Why? Well, hey, you know what? Um, Like with well, the other. Guys that I interviewed, well, maybe maybe someday we could do maybe do a seminar or something. That's
1: a you know, great about idea. about
0: something higher end selling or yeah, you know dealing with larger customers or something like that, and maybe get you know, get some kids and kids in there and show them some stuff, and you know we could do a seminar if we get you know basically I'm doing throwing this out, see what kind of activity I get, and then and then maybe we can uh, put together a seminar somewhere. That'd be awesome. You know maybe we are doing Jersey or my uh, my buddy Connors will edit this thing. He's got this thing called Actor Stack. It's okay. kind of like a online conference thing that you can do. You can sign up, take these kind of online conferences. Maybe we can, we, maybe we can use that, nice. that platform. Yeah. You know, we got a bunch of stuff <laughs> in the works over here. So that's awesome. All right. Well, Hey, Hey guys, uh, appreciate you taking the time and hope you learned something here from my boy, Wyatt. Uh, he's, he, he is the man. All right. Awesome. Take Thanks, care. Sean. Bye. Bye.